the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith. We're the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church. And we are live, live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Gary Bell, and we are inviting you. We're inviting you to call in with your questions, your comments, and your concerns. Our toll-free number is one 888 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone and let us know what's on your mind. Again, that number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. Well, tonight on Contending for the Faith, we begin part seven of our series entitled "An Extreme Invitation to Discipleship." as found in Luke chapter 14, verses 15 through 24. We've been talking about this series in the context of that popular movie entitled Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Tonight we will talk about the three men who rejected that extreme invitation to have dinner with Jesus. We will specifically deal with the first man who rejected that extreme invitation with Jesus Christ. So stay tuned for this and much, much more, for we are not pretending. We are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? I'm blessed, Brother Gary, and thank you so much for that uh, wonderful and challenging uh, introduction. And we want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. I'm your host, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we know you're going to be blessed by our program tonight. Yes, we get into all of these three different men. And we see that uh, in these three men, we see the characteristics of the human race that's in rebellion against God. And uh, we're going to look at uh, each one of them, but tonight we're going to just deal with the first man and try to discover what's going on with him and what we can learn from his response to Jesus Christ. Uh, Luke chapter 14, we want to call your attention to that. And this is one of the most serious chapters regarding Jesus's teaching. Uh, Luke chapter 14 is an extreme wake-up chapter on an extreme radical chapter regarding God's calling in your life to follow him as an extreme disciple, to be a radical disciple for him. This will determine your destiny. That's how serious it is. And you don't want to wait until it's too late. That sounds alike. You don't want to wait until it's too late. Uh, We see that uh, in this man, we see and learn and discover several different things about this man, and we see in this man and in these men, these characteristics in mankind as a whole. 
there are several things we learn about these men. We learn about the wickedness and wretchedness of man's heart. And we find in Jeremiah 17 and 9 that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. And the Hebrew is uh, incurably sick. Uh, We learn about the rebellious heart of man towards God who made man to serve him. But man is in rebellion toward serving the God who made him. We learn that mankind doesn't have a heart after God like David unless God moves and woos him through the Holy Spirit in the direction of God, the wooing of the Holy Spirit to open up his eyes and heart to follow God. We learn that uh, about these various excuses, and behind these excuses is the demonic nature that can keep one out of the kingdom of God and exclude them from having dinner with Jesus by the choices that they make. The choices that we make in this life can determine our final destiny. A non-decision is a decision, and a non-decision still is a decision, and that decision is no, and that can lead you into an eternal hell separated from God throughout eternity. This is why this chapter, Luke chapter 14, is so important that we teach it to our family, teach it to our churches, teach it to the community, because Jesus is extreme here in this chapter. This is a wake-up call chapter. This is a challenging chapter. This is a chapter that's going to make you either face the Lord head on and do what he says, or you're just going to walk away like the rich young ruler. Now, what was the responses to God's invitation? We find in Luke chapter 14 and verses 18 through 20 that all three men began to make excuses like many of our people do today in our churches and outside our churches like we see the depravity of man in this chapter, Luke chapter 14, the nature of mankind who's in rebellion to God. His heart is not after the God of the Bible. Now listen, to ignore and to put off or postpone, responding to God is to refuse the invitation because Jesus is ready, because Jesus is at the table now saying, come, and he's saying, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and answer the door, he will come in and sup with him and he with me. Now, Jesus is ready for you to come as you are. The Bible talks about it's high time to awake. The night is for spent and the day is at hand. And at some point soon, every one will Find in their life and in their walk with God, if they refuse to walk with him, that the doors one day will be shut. We find that in Luke 13, verses 24 through 25, that the doors will be shut, and he will say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, I never knew you. Talks about that, too, in Matthew chapter 7. Those who put off and make excuses will miss out on the opportunity to be with Jesus throughout eternity. 
Now, let's look at the first person who refused this extreme invitation. Let's look at him. Let's look at him closely. Each of those who are first on the invitation list responds with an excuse for why they could not come. We got people like that today, always complaining, always making excuse to not do what God called them to do. And, well, let's look at this first man. In Luke chapter 14 and verse 18, this first man says in verse 18 that he cannot come because he has bought a piece of land. Now, look at this with me now in your Bibles, in Luke 14 and 18. I want you to look at it and see what's going on here. And you will see the nature of mankind today, that he cannot come because he has bought a piece of land and ground or ground that he must go out and look at it or see to it. This man is controlled by one word, that is possessions. And I'm going to add another word, investments. He's controlled by possessions and investments. This is the real weak excuse. And Satan is behind these excuses, and he's behind all of the excuses that people make today as well. Question, who would buy a piece of land sight unseen? (laughs) He hadn't even seen the land yet, and he bought it before he could see it. You see, when people involved with a business that, and Jesus is not at the center of it, their business always go crazy and go in a way that ends up getting in trouble some way and somehow because Jesus is not at the center of their business because they are so busy like uh, bees in their business that they don't have time to put Jesus at the center because God, the God of money, is their God. Another question besides why does he need to go look at it at the same time as the dinner. If he wanted to, he could plan to do both at in a different time period. So instead, he puts his business before Jesus. Now look at the world today around us today. People say, I can't go to church because I'm working on Sunday. I can't come to Bible study because I got this going on and I got that going on. I got all these excuses that they make. They put their plans before the plan of God. And their plans is going to send them straight to hell because they're not going to be able to have dinner with Jesus because their plans is put before the plan of God. You never put your plans before God's plan because God's plan is eternal and your plans are temporary. Yes, he could have planned all this all out the right way. He could have put Jesus' plan first and then dealt with his his plan later. But instead, he puts all of his planning in the sight of his own mindset. Oh, let's get real, my friend. The real issue is deep down inside man's heart. He didn't have a heart for God. He didn't have a heart like David after God. He didn't have a heart to serve God first in his life. And a lot of us are that way today in our churches and in the businesses that we work today. 
We are so controlled by possessions. It's nothing wrong with having possessions, but the possessions must not control you. You must control the possessions in Jesus Christ. Yes, this man just didn't have a heart after God, and we have a lot of people like that today. The bottom line and the real issue is deep down inside the heart of man, he doesn't want to break bread with Jesus. This first man, I'm bringing this home now, this first man represents the person who is tied up with his possessions and investments. This is a wake-up call to all those who are involved with work and businesses today. You must not let your possessions and your investments be in front of Jesus. Because Jesus said in Matthew 6 and 33, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Jesus demands that we put him first and stop these excuses because these excuses are demonic in nature. Satan is behind them. And you need to wake up to that. This first man... This first man is the same type of person who, and this is interesting, he forgets two things. Number one, he forgets he has everything that he has belongs to God, number one. Everything he has belongs to God. Number two, he forgets, like Jesus said and gave a story of the rich man. He said, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. And once he takes all of it, Everything that you own is going to be given to someone else. Jesus says a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. Jesus said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Do you want to lose your soul because you're letting your possessions and your business control you over Jesus? Tonight, my call for you to do this tonight, if you've heard this message, You've been convicted by this message. Repent and accept Jesus as the number one priority in your life. And when he make you free, you'll be free indeed. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Brother Gary. Well, it's time for us to take a commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you tonight. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven. Five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick up that phone. Give us a call. If you need prayer, uh, we're here to pray with you. If you have questions about things that are happening in your church, questions that uh, are, are going on in today's culture that are impacting your faith, give us a call. We have answers for you tonight. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Gary Bell, and once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you tonight. Give us a call. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 5329 You know what? We only bite on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so you're safe tonight when you call in. We guarantee you that Dr. Buckner or myself will not bite you. But you need to call in. Now's a good time. Our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. If you have questions, if you have comments regarding Dr. Buckner's message, or maybe there's things uh, going on at your church that you have questions about, maybe there's things that you've never been able to get an answer about, You know, this is the perfect opportunity for you to get those answers, to give you 
ammunition regarding the culture and what the things that we're facing as a church in this world today. There's so much going on. And, and how do you respond as God's child to your culture and to the things the world is, is trying to influence us with? So there's so much that we can discuss tonight. There's so many uh, great questions that people have, and we encourage you. Don't be afraid to get on on the line and ans- and ask your question because chances are there are people out there with the same question and you're going to bless them as a result. So we want to begin tonight by thanking everyone who's been in prayer for contending for the faith. Without your prayers, there's no way we could have stayed on the air for so long. We also want to thank those who gave over the last week, Gail, Mary, uh, Mary, Jane, Valerie, Diane, Uh, Ronald, Jerry, and Nancy. And we just can't thank you enough for listening to God's voice as he, you know, prompted you to partner with us in this ministry financially. You know, we've always said that one day, you know, we believe we'll stand before God and he's going to say, turn around and look, and you're going to see a vast multitude of people. You're going to ask the question, Lord, who are these people? They're here in heaven as a result of your giving because you gave that $5, that $20, that $200, whatever the amount it touched lives. It went into eternity and ahead of you and it blessed so many people because it kept this broadcast on the air. It costs us 400 a week to remain on the air. And so without your consistent prayers, without your consistent giving, that's not going to happen. You don't want to uh, one day tune in on a Saturday night and discover where's contending for the faith. What happened? What happened was people weren't giving the way they should have. You know, summertime is especially hard time when, when many people are taking vacations. and But we don't want them to take a vacation from giving. It's so important. You know, this is, a, you know, our, our funds are starting to get a little bit low and uh, we need your help. We need you to step up to the plate and knock a home run for contending for the faith. Uh, There's two ways that you can donate. One, send a check or a money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. And the second is so much easier. You just go online, get on your laptop, get on your computer, your smartphone, and go to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org, and click on the donate button. And it's that simple. So easy. And you'll be a blessing for time and eternity. You'll be touching lives by your giving. So vitally important. Sometimes we... We fail to see the significance of that $5. We fail to see the significance of that, that, that widow's might that we give. But God takes that, that little bit and makes it go a long way in eternity. Lives are touched and changed. You know, that, that the price of a, a cup of coffee at Starbucks can keep somebody out of hell. It's, it's an amazing thing. And when we think about it in that context... God has given us so much, and it's up to us to be good stewards of what he's given us and to take those funds and use it to touch 
people's lives for time and eternity. One other announcement we want to make next Saturday, Dr. Buckner and family will be going to Houston, Texas to celebrate his grandson's graduation from high school. You mean to tell me you have an 18-year-old grandson? <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot of people say that. They say, <laughs> when you look too young for that. Well, you know? I, I thank God for that uh, compliment, but uh, yes, it's a reality. It's a reality. Wow. <laughs> So time flies. Time flies. Mm-hmm. So as a result, we won't be live next Saturday night, but we will bring you uh, the best of contending for the faith. So we encourage you tune in because you will be blessed with great information, great great teaching, and probably probably some great phone calls that have been pre-recorded as well. So we want to encourage you next Saturday. You can you can uh, listen in, but you can't phone in. Uh, we'll be bringing you the best of contending for the faith. And also, in in addition to that, we just found out that KFAX is also airing um, kind of a bonus episode every Saturday morning at 4 in the morning. If you happen to be up and, you know. Before the birds get up. Before the birds get up. Or maybe you're one of those people that is uh, works nights and you might be in your car or at the job, working the graveyard, you can listen to Contending for the Faith at 4 a.m. every Saturday. It's on. So that's good news because somebody's up, somebody's listening, and you never know what God can do even at 4 a.m. So we're just blessed and we just want to encourage you. You know what? There are many of you who listen faithfully, but have you ever told anybody else to listen? (laughs) It's so important. You know, we all have friends. We all have families um, and acquaintances. And you know what? Encourage them to listen to Contending for the Faith. Encourage them. Hey, you have questions about the Bible. You have questions about denominations. You have questions about your faith. You have questions about, about who Jesus Christ is, why we should be saved, about eternal uh, salvation, I mean, the list goes on and on. People have lots of questions, and we don't always have to have the answer. You don't always have to have the answer, but you know what? You can you can refer them to contending for the faith. You can say, hey, look, I don't know the answer, but you know what? If you call this number Saturday night, I know somebody that has an answer for you. His name is Dr. Buckner. <laughs> but all kidding aside, you know, this is an opportunity for people to learn and to grow and if you've been a longtime listener, encourage others to listen as well. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Gary. We uh, really appreciate you uh, for all that the Lord does through you each uh, uh, Saturday that we uh, are here together. And I say that because uh, a doctor uh, several weeks ago was touched by uh, you sharing a lot of things about supporting the ministry. And he stepped up to the plate and knocked a home run and supported us. So, And he mentioned how... Uh, he was touched by Gary Bell, and uh, we are so touched by that as well. And he uh, told us that he's praying for us as well. And as Brother Gary said, we just want to let people know we're going to be out of studio next uh, Saturday. And, um, and, but we want to encourage people to step up to the plate because we have uh, one more uh, payment for uh, contending for the faith. And if we don't get uh, some people stepping up, uh, to help us out this summer, uh, you may turn on the uh, radio, and uh, as Brother Gary said, and we may not be here because we don't have the monies to uh, help uh, fund this. So uh, we have uh, in our budget now 
uh, another 400 to help us to pay that uh, uh, next payment. But if we don't get people stepping up and uh, blessing us on a bigger level, uh, this may be uh, your uh, last time or so hearing us. So we don't want that to happen. So uh, many of you out there is blessed, and uh, you could be a blessing to us tonight. I mean, you could, uh, by PayPal, you can respond and uh, by also a mail, but we need uh, people to get really serious about this uh, because if you love this program and you want it to continue to be on the air, uh, then we need to have people step up so we can have a comfortable summer ahead of us. And somebody tonight may want to say, you know, I'm so blessed by this program and I've been blessed financially. Somebody may want to give 400 Somebody may want to give 500 a 1000 2000 uh, You know, somebody may want to give a small amount. But, you know, just let the Lord lead you and be a blessing because we're trying to be a blessing to you, but we can't continue to do that if we don't have people step up to the plate. Uh, okay, well, we, what we're going to do right now uh, before uh, we get to our uh, callers, we'll uh, be with you in just a minute. We're going to uh, let uh, Brother Rick Weinstein say a few uh, things right now. He has uh, been with me in ministry for over about 19 years and has gone through some physical changes, but we want to uh, give him an opportunity to say a few words, and uh, we'll get right to the caller. So we want you to hang in there with us and uh, hear from Brother Rick, and he's going to kind of like update everybody uh, and go from there. Brother Rick, good to have you in the studio. Uh, it's a blessing, Dr. Buckner. It's, uh, it's been a while since I've been on this side of the studio, but uh, let me share, and I will be brief. I hopefully will be to the point. So guide my words accordingly in the name of Jesus. And I'll just say this. It, it, it started off last uh, February around my birthday. I was pl- my intention was to go down to Miami, celebrate my birthday, but it turned out that I had another operation on my foot, due to diabetes, and I lost a, a middle toe. That was, that was the tough part. And what, what, what eventually happened was it turned out that God really turned it into a, a blessing. The recovery time that I had turned to a blessing in many ways. One, I had time to uh, be around my uh, mother and stepdad. I would, I would have never gotten that chance if it wasn't for this. I mean, families do get close, but uh, the biggest thing I'm praying for them for is their uh, salvation at this uh, time. It gave me a good opportunity to share with them and, and still realize that they are, my, they are my parents, they are my family, and everything else. But I also realize this, too. I have a spiritual family, no matter what. No matter how long I've been away, that family has always been there for me, especially over the last uh, 20, almost 20 years now. And uh, this Contending for the Faith has been a blessing for me in many ways and the role I, I've played with it as a, a phone counselor. I mean, right now, I just uh, felt a real sense of satisfaction with the very last caller that I was uh, speaking to. It, it is such a pleasure, you know, when somebody is struggling with a question, you help them with a the question, and you realize, you know something? That is a good question. That's exciting. And uh, this is the uh, this is the satisfaction that I've got from contending for the faith. But getting back to what has happened in Miami, too, my health has been, it's been a blessing to be down in Miami during this time as well. 
The time of recovery was a, was a real surprising thing. I was blessed to have the right facilities and the right physical and occupational therapist. Had a chance to share the Lord with people out there, practice my Spanish, and uh, really take care of my health. Because, uh, you know, we can't take our health for granted either. And uh, that's one of the big things I learned on this uh, during this time away. And uh, it's like one of the things I'm praying for right now is that I'm able to continue the things I was doing down in Miami. I had very good physical therapy. I had very good occupational therapy. And the uh, facility was uh, really good to me during this time I was down there. I'm going to miss the people down there. I have I have a uh, professor who's been uh, working on my Spanish, and I was helping him on his English. He ended up getting his uh, RN while while we were doing that. But uh, the, the, there's so many stories I can tell to that right now, but I'm not going to go into all of them. I'm just going to say really that God has been good to me all this time, and uh, He's uh, He's blessed me, He sustained me. And and throughout all this time, he's brought me to this day. I have so much to be thankful for right now, and um, and I'm glad to be back in the studio at this time. And uh, whatever role I play here, I'm really grateful for it. It's like um, all of it is about glor- it's about glorifying God. It's edifying the believer and horrifying the devil. So I just want to continue whatever role I'm given. Whatever way God wants to use me, it it all works. It all works. Uh, to, it all works together for good. Thank you very much. I'm going to turn it over to Doctor Buckner right now. Thank you, Brother Rick. We are so touched and encouraged by your uh, testimony, and uh, thank you so much for sharing. It's from the heart. Thank you so much. Well, let's get to Deborah's. Uh, She's been waiting patiently. Let's get to your question. We have about two minutes before we get to a commercial break. And let's get to your question, and then we will try to uh, address that as, as, as soon as we can. Deborah, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you doing this evening? Well, I'm hurt, but the Lord's giving me grace. Amen. Amen. And uh, what's what's on your heart? What's your, what's your question tonight? Well, the question I had was, there are some people that they continue to, to believe even though they have doubt. And there are some people that um, doubt and don't believe. And so um, what is the difference? Because some people are calling God a liar by their doubt and unbelief, and other people are just uh, wanting to uh, explore the, the difference between Doubt and uh, unbelief. So, well, you know, the, a good way to answer that, Deborah. I think a, a, a classic case of this would be uh, doubting Thomas. You know, the thing that distinguishes Thomas from other doubters is that he was a seeking doubter. You know, there's all of us in one way or another have those doubts and. Matter of fact, when Jesus was dealing with the disciples when they were on the Sea of Galilee, he said, O ye of little faith, if you do an exegetical study of uh, the uh, Gospels, you'll find that Jesus mentions about many different types of uh, faiths, and he talks about great faith, talks about 
little faith. And then he talks about much faith. And then he talks about those who had no faith whatsoever, like the you know Sadducees and Pharisees. They had no faith at all uh, in in God, even though they were had religion up to their teeth. And so the thing is, is that doubting Thomas is a classic case of this. He was a doubter, but he was a seeking doubter. He had a genuine heart for God. And uh, that's the thing that separates the genuine from the false, because the false will just doubt and they will not seek. But a genuine uh, doubter will seek. And that's what Thomas did. He he was doubting, and then he finally came to grips with seeking after Jesus. And the fact that he sought after him, he was able to find him. And Jesus said, knock, and it shall be opened. Seek, you shall find. Ask, and it shall be given. So nothing is going to happen by just sitting still on doubt. you got to do something. you got to activate that doubt into a reality. And that's what Doubting Thomas did. And because of that, uh, the, his faith became a reality with Jesus Christ. So he's a classic case of this. Well, um, the uh, person that has down in one area and is strengthened in one area and then has down in other areas, is that still the same thing? I'm going to let uh, Brother Rick share with that uh, on that before we go to commercial break because he wanted to say some things on this as well. Brother Rick, say something quickly on that. Okay. What what it really is, uh, Deborah, is that it it just it, it depends on you know the Holy Spirit works with all of us. Some of us are some, the Holy Spirit will find some way to open up the doors for us. Whatever it is, we don't know how He works, as as Jesus described in John three. And then there are other times the Holy Spirit works, and sometimes the response is the way Stephen uh, said to the uh, people in Jerusalem. You stiff-necked, uh, uncircumcised people, why do you continue to resist the Holy Spirit? We don't, we don't know how a person is uh, going to uh, react, but uh, the Holy Spirit continues to work. And I know that he worked on me, and there were times I was resistant. But you know what I'm grateful for? The Holy Spirit won. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we don't know how it's going to happen with a person, but uh, when, we, when we witness, don't give up on anybody. Yeah, you have to cry out and say, help my unbelief. That's what people did in the Bible. They cried out and said, help my unbelief. And if a person does that, he'll uh, find himself in the same place as Doubting Thomas. All righty, so what we're going to do is take a break, and we'll come back and uh, have some prayer for you, Deborah. All right, it's time for us to take that commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We do want to hear from you. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight. Three six seven five three two nine. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Barry, a pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick up that phone. We still have about Twelve minutes left in the broadcast. Entertain your questions and comments. So give us a call. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. And once again, we want to remind everybody that as the summer months approach and people go on vacation, it's no time to go on vacation from your giving. We just need your consistent support. 
support through your prayers and your consistent support and partnership in giving. Uh, we are down to the last $400 in our account. And after that, we need you guys to step up because it costs 400 a week to remain on the air. And so we need you to continue to be faithful in your giving, consistent in your prayers, and continue to be a blessing to our ministry and those who listen to it. It's so vitally important because, again, we don't want you to tune in one Saturday night and recognize that we are no longer on the air. And it could happen. And we don't want to see that happen. We know you don't want, especially those of you longtime listeners and faithful supporters, it's time to step up. And if you've been listening to the broadcast for years and, and you know, you've never given, it's time. It's time. It's past time. So, you know, let God use you to touch lives for time and eternity. There's two ways that you can give. One, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith. Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith. P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California. It's spelled T-I-B-U-R-O-N, California, 94920. The second way is so much easier. Go online, get on your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, and go to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org, and click on the Donate button and you'll be a, a blessing to us for time and eternity. Uh, once again, we want to remind you that next weekend, Dr. Buckner will be out of town. His, his 18-year-old grandson is graduating from high school, so they're going to be away. And so we will not have a live broadcast, but you can listen to one of the, the best of contending for the faith uh, broadcasts, and we'll be airing that next Saturday. So... You can listen in, but you won't be able to call in. But nevertheless, you'll be blessed. Also, we just want to let you know that we found out today that uh, Contending for the Faith is also airing at 4 a.m. every Saturday. So if you are one of those folks that has to work the graveyard shift and you happen to be up at 4 a.m., you can listen to Contending for the Faith at that time as well. Um, Or if you have uh, uh, friends and family, you want to remind them and let them know about this broadcast every Saturday night and now every Saturday morning at 4 a.m. Have them listen in, tune in, and uh, be blessed. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. I appreciate those announcements. And let's get back to Deborah. Deborah, we got several other callers, so we want to get to uh, a prayer for you and uh, what's on your heart so we can pray for you tonight. Well, I, I wanted the Lord to... Uh really make a dramatic difference in this condition because it's really becoming really uh, uh, really difficult for me to sleep or to eat or drink with any comfort at all. And I'm sure the Lord has a better plan. And um, I, I, I just need extra grace and extra wisdom, and he needs to ra- raise up uh, other women to help. Because, as far as I know, uh, Donna's still unsaved, and she's still going to go through her surgery. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's go before the Lord in prayer on that. Uh, uh, Brother Gary, can you lead us in prayer on that? Mm-hmm. So, Lord, we just lift up Deborah tonight, Lord God. You heard the cries of her heart, Lord God. These are basic needs, Lord, not wants. And, Lord God, your word says that you will supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. 
So, Lord God, we just pray, Lord God, that she'd be able to eat and, and to be comfortable, Lord God, and that you would just meet all the needs that are represented in her life, physical, emotional, spiritual, Lord God. Your word says, and my God shall supply all of her needs, not some, not half, not three quarters, but all of her needs, Lord God. And we pray that you would give her peace right now, your perfect peace, which surpasses all understanding. Guard her heart and her mind through Christ Jesus, Lord God. Bless her, strengthen her, and encourage her, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Brother Gary. And thank you, Deborah, for your call. And Godspeed be with you. All righty. Well, let's get to who we have, Judy. Judy in Austin, Texas. A long ways away. How are you doing, Judy, tonight? Oh, good Good evening, Dr. Buckner. How are you? I'm going to be brief because you guys are two-headed, two hours behind me. Well, thank you here. for your patience you, with us. Oh, you're quite welcome. Anyway, I was just so enlightened this evening to, to get you guys be reminded I can get you on the light on my uh, tablet. But anyway, I like the scripture that you gave on this evening about uh, making excuses as Christians, we make excuses, and then as um, witnessing to family and friends how they make excuses by rejecting us, trying to encourage them to get to know Jesus and come to church with us and all that good stuff, you know. But however, how do you get over that and be acceptance of it? But what can you do to really encourage them in a more profound way that will get them to change their mind. I try to live, you know, this Christian life uh, the best I can and praying for my family members. I'm here in Austin, just helping with my sister and my niece here. I've been on vacation for a little month here. And I catch you guys, my listener there, when I'm home in Richmond, California. And so I'm a faithful listener and a sometimes supporter, but I'm going to try to be more faithful and supporting since I heard the recording about guys this um, summer giving, how summertime do things, people drop off because they go on vacation. However, so what is it that I can do to better be effective in my witnessing to my family members and, and coping with the excuses that people give, whether Christians in their situations or by family members by not coming to church or at ready at this time. You know yes, that's a, that's a very good uh, question. Matter of fact, I think the, the answer to that is this series that I'm doing right now because it really hits the heart of uh, excuses and and uh, and Jesus challenges those excuses right. and right. and nobody could ever improve on Jesus challenging the excuses of the people and I can give you a lot of um, ideas and principles from other things but the master he's the master teacher on these excuses and so we go to him and we look at what he's teaching on right here and we simply present that in the principles of discipleship because people are uh the problem today is that a lot of churches have never discipled people the word christian the word christian is mentioned three times in the bible and the word disciple is mentioned 269 times and so the when people are ignorant of discipleship they just continue to think that just going uh to church when they want to and doing uh what they want to do when they want to do it is okay but it's not okay because jesus says behind these excuses can make people not be able to be 
be at the dinner, be at the dinner. So uh, with him yeah. in eternity. Mm-hmm. So what I would do, I would uh, listen to my teaching on podcasts as well as get uh, the CDs. And if you contact us, we can get the CDs. And I would just sit down with people with these CDs and have them to listen to the whole series because this is a whole series I've been doing. Okay. And that would be a real blessing to them to hear the whole series. Okay. Well, I will be returning back home uh, at the end of this month. So I'll be back home the first part of uh, uh, June. And I am going to send in a donation for the month because I do not want to turn my radio on on Saturday and there's a blank. Amen. Uh, and I just want to encourage the audience out there this evening. It takes 16 people a month to give $25 a month faithfully, and I'm going to be one of the 16, okay? Well, thank you so, so much. To, I'm going to send in my uh, donation for June as soon as I get back home. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And All God right. bless and you. And I'm going to check on that, uh, and I'm also going to uh, contact you guys about getting that series on discipleship, because I really need that. And can I request one small thing right quick? Yes. Is prayer for me to find another church home. I left my church after so many years under my old pastor, and we have a new pastor for so many years. But now things have happened, and I just had to just leave. So I didn't stay home like I had thought I was going to do. So I just was visiting other churches, and then that's how I found my way here to stay with my sister and help her for the month of May. So I got to give when I get back home in June next month, I want to find a church where I can go for a good teaching. But when you get back, uh, you call, you contact us, and we can refer some uh, churches to you. And we'll be praying for that situation in the Thank meantime. So much, so I can call during the broadcast time on Saturday. Yeah, well, you can do that, but you can call us during the week. Get the telephone number from the uh, uh, phone counselor; he will give it to you. Uh, you can get it, write it down now if you have a pen. I do have one, sir. Okay, let Gary give that to you real okay. quick, and then okay, also how to support the ministry, Gary. Well, I have the address about that. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank the you. number is area code 415. Okay, wait a minute, with Brother Gary. Okay. 415-721-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-1778-
you and Lord God, we just pray that you continue to bless him to be a witness to his family, to continue to pray for them. And Lord God, that you would soften their hearts, that they would turn to you, Lord God, if, and also that we'll put a hedge of protection around them. We lift up those celebrities as well, Lord God, that you would touch their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Well, another amazing episode, Dr. Buckner. Amen. Do I say amen to that? <laughs> well, we've, we've come to the end of tonight's exciting broadcast, and we'd like to thank Vince, our engineer. Frederick, our phone counselor, Brother Rick Weinstein, for being with us tonight. And we're so glad that he's back and in good health. And God has, has blessed him to be with us tonight. And also, we want to thank you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are an encouragement to us. So please drop us a note and let us know how this program has blessed you. You can reach us at Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94. Nine two zero. You can also reach Dr. Buckner by phone during the week at area code 415-721-1778. If you have friends or relatives outside the broadcast area, encourage them to listen to Contending for the Faith online at kfax.com. Please keep us in your prayers until uh, in two weeks at this time when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions and make comments and dialogue with Dr. Buckner always with one purpose in mind, to equip Exhort and better enable you to contend for the faith. I'm Gary Bell. May God richly bless you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.